podcast. We are ready to rumble coming into the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. It is the Wednesday before. We have four days until the Royal Rumble. We have three days until NXT TakeOver San Antonio. A lot of stuff to look forward to. I am joined, as always, by Jamison Galloway. Jamison, how are we doing today? We are doing great, Grant. I am fired up. This is an epic time to be a wrestling fan. Finally, right? Finally, The Rock has come back. Not really. <laughs> no, though. not no. really though. Don't you, people Sorry. are going to start talking about that now that you said it? Yeah, the rumors are out. <laughs> the, no, he's not back. He's no. in Hollywood. Yeah, forever. He is making about six movies right now. Yeah, so he is way too busy. But we have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, we've got Raw, SmackDown, the Go Home shows. We've got predictions. We've got Out of the Ring news. I'm going to go ahead and get us started with some Out of the Ring news because we have so much to talk about. Uh, lots of odds, uh, lots of probabilities, and lots of wishes. Uh, I think our list both can run pretty long there, so I'm just going to go ahead and get us started. So, um, there are 22 spots in the Royal Rumble filled, uh, eight surprises remaining, and uh, Kurt Angle claimed he will not be entering the Royal Rumble, despite rumors. Then again, we don't know if that's true. It could be a work. But he's publicly said it. Um, Kenny Omega, the other big one everyone's been wondering about, is apparently going to be in Chile that weekend, and he said he's not going to be in the Royal Rumble... However, he has decided about 75% certainty, he said, on where he's going next. He doesn't tell anybody, but, he but hasn't a- said apparently where. he's decided. I'd say that's uh, that's WWE. Maybe. We don't know. Could be, could be New Japan could again. Be. Could be anywhere. So the guy's the most marketable guy around right now. So also, we've got some other news. This isn't even out of the ring news. This is just, it might as well be because no one watches 205 Live. So 205 Live, Neville versus T- Cedric Alexander. It was the best match in 205 Live history. History. Huh? Yeah, very short history, but it was the best cruiserweight match I've seen since the cruiserweight classic. It was awesome. There's a little bit of stupid interference from Noam Dar uh, with that whole triangle, but it was excellent. And I'm looking forward to Neville possibly becoming the guy to uh, save that division from itself or from the booking team or from whoever. From the purple ropes, um, so hopefully uh, we'll talk about his odds later. And uh, we had a couple great talking smack segments. Mickey James shows up and cuts a promo that makes a lot more sense about her alignment, saying that she was a premier women's athlete long before the women's resol- revolution started. She was a five-time champ, and she was a great less wrestler before everybody made such a big deal about women's wrestling. And Bliss understood that. This was this made more sense than her promo on SmackDown. Yes, what you're saying? Okay. Yes. A little bit more sense. Yeah, she was kind of all over the place a little bit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't quite sure what to make of it. Yeah, she was. She her delivery was kind of strange. Of course, the crowd was giving her the what. Um, but I'm I'm happy to hear that talking smack. She c- cleared things up. What a chant! I hate the what chant. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. It's now beat out the you deserve it chant for me. Because that was the old one that was really bad. It happens every week. It's it? like you are actively trying to derail the show. Don't try to make the show worse. Yeah. Like, if, if it's a three-hour Raw and you hate it, then that's one thing. But if there's someone who's returning to the company trying to give you some context as to what's going on in your wrestling show, don't do not do that. Just just shows how much influence Stone Cold really had. He's <sighs> still interfering with everyday wrestling in 2017. <laughs> yeah, I love Stone Cold, but that's one legacy I wish would not have been so long. So, all right, we had another great Talking Smack segment with Mojo Rawley talking about how his father screenshotted him winning the winning the uh, 10-man Rumble, uh, essentially, to earn his spot at the Royal Rumble. Uh, very human. He came off as a real person and not just a human energy drink. So, very good promo from him. And uh, also, Emelina is set to debut after the Rumble. 
allegedly. Just at any time after the Rumble? Yeah. Okay. Just after the Rumble. I, I don't even know if that's true. That's pretty specific. But uh, hold out hope. So, uh, yeah. So, all right, what do we got next? Um, Shawn Michaels once again said he's done wrestling, another rumor killer, uh, saying that he's not sure he can live up to the expectations of his taker matches. Uh, and also talking about how even for WrestleMania, his appearance, he trained a lot for that, and he'd have to do the same thing again. So He seems like he goes back and forth, though. Wasn't it like two weeks ago when he had his uh, guest appearance, he was in an interview or something on, I don't know, WWE Facebook or whatever it was, and he said, no, I think I'm done, but you never know what's going to happen in the WWE. Like, leaving that little bit of hope. The next week he says he's done. I don't know. He, he, it seems like he flip-flops quite a bit. Yeah, it seems pretty definitive, but these things are never certain. I mean, most people do come back. He still makes plenty of appearances. I mean, um, Goldberg was gone for 12 years. And exactly. Came back. So. so we don't know yet, but it's pretty improbable that he's coming back for the Rumble. So, all right, I just want to get all of our non-Royal Rumble news out of the way. Oh, yeah, also, uh, Linda McMahon is now the leading the Small Business Administration, and she had her confirmation hearing on uh, Tuesday. Interesting. So, yeah, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were present. Triple H was present? He was. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They couldn't keep the cameras off of him either. That doesn't happen very often, it seems like. Uh, where he's supposed to show up, he doesn't. He's alive. Even though we, I, I thought this week that uh, he was going to be back. You should, If, if you would have been in the room with me, I'm going to be honest, I, I popped pretty hard when I heard his music because you know I want Triple H on Raw. And he didn't show up. I could sense it in the force that I was yeah. like, I bet Jameson yep. loved this and then hated it. That you got it, me exactly right, right? Yeah, there. I know you too well. Yeah. All right, so um, that is. Oh, and Paige is also uh, preparing for a return to the ring. Um, I don't know if they have a date on that yet, but uh, she's come out on social media and said she started physical therapy, and she's already doing better than she should at this point. So let's stay tuned Good. for Paige's return. She's young; she can heal. Yes, and I'm happy that she is returning because it was in doubt for a little while there, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So hopefully she's coming back. I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, we've got a Netflix documentary coming out on the Hulk Hogan versus Gawker case. Oh. Yeah, Netflix apparently just got the rights to that. So I'm I, going I, to stay tuned for that one. I'll be watching that. Yes. Maybe we'll talk about that. You, think, you think Hulk Hogan returns for the Rumble? No. <laughs> you Highly doubt hear it. that music hit? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the reaction would be. I think it would be mixed. Mixed. But because it's Hulk Hogan, still probably pretty exciting for most people. Right. Even like, though he's obviously went through some some hard times in the last uh, few months. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah. 2016 was a rough one for him. It was. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, always all kinds of possibilities there, but probably not this Sunday. So, let's get into Raw. It was the go-home show for the Royal Rumble this Sunday. We've got not a lot. Um... Nothing really happened on the show. Let's start with the best. Okay. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. This match was awesome. Uh, this was a really, really good competitive match where it finally looked like both guys wanted to win. I don't know what it is, but I just hadn't seen that in a while. Right. Yeah, it was uh, It was great. It had everything, and I just mentioned uh, it had you know, Triple H's music hitting, which, of course, causes Sammy, or Seth Rollins to lose his spot in the Royal Rumble. Sami Zayn is now in. Yeah, this match had everything. These two guys, uh, they're definitely fun to watch whenever they're wrestling, and when they uh, wrestle each other, it's even better. Yes. Um, we Of course, we had the fake-out spot at the end with Triple H's music playing, but Triple H wasn't there, and Seth Rollins, who spent two years being a heel who distracted people, didn't see the distraction coming, and he got <laughs> rolled up by Sami Zayn. If there's one dude who should not be vulnerable to that, it should be him. But I'm going to be honest, I didn't see... 
I did not see Seth Rollins losing his spot in the Royal Rumble. I thought he was one of the guys that is going to be down to the end, maybe in the Final Four, and now he's not even in it. So yeah. they have other they have other Triple H plans for him. He's got to do something at the show. That's all I have to say. Oh you, yeah, you they, can't he, not put him on the card. Right. He's yeah. He's one of the top guys in the company, especially working wise. Were you surprised to see him taken off the Royal Rumble card? Yeah. Or the match? I was, I was certain that this was just going to be to build him up going into his feud with Triple H. Because, obviously, it's going towards Triple H and Rollins at Mania. There's no way that it's not. But this really confused me. So, uh, I imagine if it, he doesn't end up in the Rumble somehow, we're getting into predictions, but I feel this is pertinent. <laughs> so, he's going to end up helping Reigns in the Owens-Reigns uh, match with Jericho. He's okay. gonna help Reigns, which I hope his role, I hope to God his role is bigger than that. But yeah, well, I was gonna say I don't yeah. know if that exactly does too much for Rollins. No, but okay, we'll we'll get into predictions in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. All right, so on Raw, um, we had a really terrible promo um, segment with the New Day, who come out there and they just do their catchphrases and. The crowd was was all right into it, and then they popped really hard for Enzo and Cass. Um, Enzo made uh, no Cass made an over the top reference the '87 Sylvester Stallone movie, which I thought was pretty funny. Nice, I didn't catch that. Yeah, um, Rusev came out and uh, he questioned why Big E and Big Cass have Big in their name, since it's pretty obvious. Whereas he doesn't walk around calling himself Handsome Rusev. That's pretty good. That was wonderful. Good. This dude is way too good at his job to be. Yeah, no. Messing with Rusev these idiots. needs uh, Rusev needs a push. I think even farther than he's at right now because he's been good for the last. I don't know since we've been doing this podcast. We've been talking up Rusev. Yeah, yeah. Since before you and I started doing this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like he's. It's not like oh we like him so we want him to get a push. It's like he can elevate things and make things that would suck great. Like if you think about putting someone else in his role, like what if well Dolph Ziggler was almost in his role, but. What if you just put some guy there? Like nobody else would be able to carry stuff like he no. does. No, yeah, he's a pretty he's obviously an intelligent guy, and if you've seen him, his character on Total Divas, he is pretty hilarious. He doesn't care about anything, and uh, is is a pretty smart guy and a lucky guy as well because he's married to Lana. Yeah. Also, a gentleman, uh, he is just as charming as you would imagine him to be. So. Um, Watch watch Total Divas for Rusev, I think, is the takeaway from this segment. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, with watching Total Divas as a wrestling fan. No, not at all. At least we tell ourselves that. Yeah, I'm just going to keep saying that, and <laughs> okay. it'll be true one day. All right, we have the continuation of the uh, club and uh, Cesaro and Sheamus feud that ended with Luke Gallows defeating Cesaro with my least favorite finishing move ever. I thought that Flapjack sucked. Um... I like that both teams are just cheating endlessly. That's yeah. that's pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, it's going to lead to something at the Rumble, and I'm fairly confident I know how it's going to go. I, I agree. I agree that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is probably the most, or I would say one of the predictions I'm happy about making. The other ones I'm all up in the air, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, not too much else happened in the middle of the show. Mostly just continuations of things that were going on. Mm-hmm. We had another Roman Reigns versus Chris Jericho match. We did. Now these two are a good matchup. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're they're great because they're such big contrasts. But it ended the exact same way every other match does. And on Sunday when Roman fights Owens again, he's gonna be just fine. He's not gonna be selling the table bump, the apron power bomb, 
multiple finishing moves. He's going to be fine, and uh, words out as to whether or not he's going to win, but he's going to look strong doing whatever he does. So Yeah, there was, uh, I think actually Kevin Owens almost benefited more than those two guys did in this uh, this match. Um, Kevin Owens... Because he it, wasn't in it? Yeah, exactly, because he wasn't <laughs> in it, and uh, yeah, he, he benefited from not being in this match. But what is that now, 16 out of the last... 20 matches, Reigns has either faced uh, Y2J or Kevin Owens, right? Yeah, I believe that's correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, you gave me the stat last week. We'll just keep it. We'll just keep tallying it up. How screwed up is it that what we want is to not see people face one another because we see it too much and then we just get desensitized to it? We should want to see these people beat the daylights out of each other, right? No. That's what a wrestling show is. Like You want to see these people get at one another, but if they do nothing but get at one another... There's nothing compelling going into a bigger show, you know what I mean? No, yeah, it's exactly right. It, it, I mean, yeah, it'd be a great matchup, but with anything that you love, if you see it over and over and over again, you you have a, a new favorite song. Eventually, you're gonna get the song's gonna get old, no matter how great it is to you. You start listening to something else. Eventually, we want to see these guys start wrestling someone else. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of Bobby Roode's theme song, <laughs> that'll happen with every song you listen to. There you go. There, there's the NXT in you. Yeah, there's the NXT. They got San Antonio coming up. He's in the yeah. championship match against Nakamura. I've so heard. I've heard. That should be a good one. I'm not sure what's going to be better, the match or the entrances. <laughs> there are going to be some elaborate, glorious entrances. Let's see so, what you did uh, there. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right, so let's just skip to the end of the show. Yeah. The most important and only real thing to happen uh, is Goldberg made his way to the ring. He hard-weighed himself on the door. Bleeding. Yeah. yeah. This is classic old Goldberg. Yeah, this is like, uh, I looked up the clip of him punching a car and breaking his hand. Mm-hmm. This is like that. Uh, but anyway, let's not dwell too much on that. He was going to tell Brock Lesnar that he's next, and then Paul Heyman comes in and interrupts, and then Lesnar comes out, and then Lesnar gets in the ring with him, and then Undertaker's suddenly in the ring, and then they have their face off, and then they all just go home. Jameson, what did you think of this segment? Well, I, I, I enjoyed it, just because it's three... Uh pretty iconic people in the wrestling business with Goldberg, Lesnar, and The Undertaker all in the ring at one time. And I've never really thought about, you know, Goldberg and Undertaker in the ring together, especially since he's come back. I thought it was pretty awesome. I did not expect um, The Undertaker to be there. That was just, that was a surprise. And as this day and age in the internet age, as we've talked about, surprises are welcoming and they're good. Um, Yeah, I, I loved it, even though, like you said, nothing happened and it went off the air without anybody really doing anything but looking at each other. Uh, I'm going to tip my hand a little bit. I think the winner of the Royal Rumble was standing in the ring Monday night. Really? When the show ended, yes. Ah, okay. Interesting foreshadowing there. Exactly. I'll bring that up that's later when we get to predictions. That's, that, that's how you do a tease. That's right. If if you were WWE, that tease would have been, well, it's Goldberg, but listen again <laughs> later for when I say it again and longer, then it's going to be Goldberg. So thank you. I'm, I'm teasing better than WWE. I, yeah, I you are. That. It's not hard, is it? No. No, it's not. Goodness gracious. All right. So I enjoyed this segment for what it was. Um, I was a little bit concerned that the three most important people on the show were a guy who historically really doesn't care, but he's pretty good, and he's a spectacle, and he's a legitimate draw, but you almost can't pay him enough to be there every day and care. Uh, a guy who does nothing but care and loves the business but is getting very very old and a guy who hard weighs himself on the door coming out to the stage I was a little bit concerned 
But then again, these guys aren't in singles matches yet, so I think that there's a good place at the Rumble for all of them. And that wasn't just me taking a piss out on all th three of these guys. They Their collective experience and accomplishments are immense. But I would have, as, as a hipster wrestling fan, internet wrestling fan guy, I guess I would have liked to have seen younger guys anchor the show. But then again, I can't deny that this was effective. So interesting. I like I like that point, and uh, I I think that's that's where we are different in the wrestling uh, world because, like you said, I think there's a lot of people that would agree with that statement. They would rather see guys that are there every day, anchor the show going into the third, possibly second biggest show of the year. Um, but I would rather have the show like they did it. I, I don't know. I'm I'm a more of a you know, it just reminds me, Goldberg in the ring, you know, is great because it reminds me of WCW. And then, um, I don't know, wrestling was better in the Attitude Era, and having the Undertaker there I think is great. I know there's people out there that aren't big on Undertaker right now, but and then Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. He's, you know, the show's better when he's out there, like you said. So I was happy with the way it ended. It, it got me pretty excited for the Rumble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, got, it definitely got me excited too. I can't deny that this is a good segment. I don't even want to. It was a great segment. But I just wish we lived in a world where the segments were organized differently mm -hmm. in terms of importance. That's but fair. That's yeah, fair. no, I totally agree with you. Um, if you're going to have any three guys right now who are going to make the show seem important going into the Rumble, it is these three. Mm -hmm. So I think in the end, this is a good decision. So Yeah, so that was basically Raw. Um, Stephanie yeah. McMahon literally phoned herself in, talking to Mick she Foley. Um, Starting SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was on Raw. That was going oh, yeah, the, sorry, uh, sorry, the Sami yeah. Zayn Rollins Raw. thing. You're right. But, you're right. Uh, Got ahead of so myself. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, Mick Foley or Stephanie McMahon lately. Uh, mostly just been uh, the wrestlers. So I'm not sure if that's going to transition into something at the Rumble or not, or later on going into various feuds. But stay tuned for that. So we have our SmackDown results. Uh, we had a 10 man battle royal that was not great, but we have a guy who is uh, slowly getting better, who is in the Royal Rumble now. Who is going to get eliminated by Goldberg, Lesnar, or Taker? <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it right now. He's it's, just going to be an elimination. Mojo Raleigh will be. Yes. I think there's there's a good amount of people that are going to be easy calls to eliminate right now. We mm -hmm. we might we might have to check some people off as we go down <laughs> the, the card, but yeah, we we will probably be checking very many people off our list. But also, we had the breakup. I don't know. I keep saying the breakup, Jameson. Every week, I'm like, this is the breakup of the Wyatt family. Yeah, no, I don't think it not. is exactly. No. Very well wrestled match. Yeah. These two are great physical rivals. I loved the uh, when Luke Harper was going for the discus clothesline. Orton went for the RKO, and Harper grabbed him and rolled him up. It wasn't smooth at all. It looked like he actually had to force him down to do it. And then Randy Orton just got him with the RKO because he wasn't fast enough the second time. Very well wrestled match, and uh, this will be a definite high point in the Rumble. I think is the interaction between these three. Oh yeah, so. it's gonna be great. It, it ended with you know Bray. Planting Harper with this with Sister Abigail, it, um, yeah, this has got a, definitely a good storyline going into the Rumble. Mm -hmm. I th and we're, I think I'm I'm gonna get into this a little bit more once once we come into predictions. We're so close, James. I know. I'm I'm we're just, so I'm, just I'm ready too. Excited I'm ready it. too. I'm yeah. excited, but we we should save it. Um, Mickey James made her return at a promo, a segment with Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch. Alexa Bliss looked great as the heel outsmarting the babyface. Um, Mickey's promo wasn't great. Mm -hmm. Crowd didn't help, but it wasn't great. Um, it's her first time out there in a while. I guess we can give her a break. Yeah, and she's great. So when she gets in the <laughs> ring, it's definitely all going to come together uh, because she is wonderful. And uh, 
Not too much else happened there. Uh, we had a pretty good lumberjack match. I yeah. really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. The lumberjack match was a lot of fun. It was just, um, you know, it was chaos in the ring, which is, you know, shadowing what's going to be in the Royal Rumble. What I didn't like uh, from SmackDown was Carmella and James Ellsworth. You didn't like the shopping trip? No, I didn't. Okay. And I, I like I like usually what everything Carmella does. Um, for some reason, this was kind of odd to me. And that's all I have to say about that. Another thing, <laughs> another thing I don't understand, and this is getting pretty nitpicky. Okay, is why is JBL so against the heel Ziggler? I realize he hurt Jerry the King Longler, JBL's friend, um, the week before, but now uh, Ziggler is going to hurt Kalisto, and JBL is getting out of his seat to stop him. JBL is a heel commentator, correct? Allegedly, sometimes he's just right. And sometimes he's just wrong. But he's supposed to be the heel commentator. Allegedly, he's the heel commentator. So why why is he stopping Ziggler from hitting Kalisto with a chair? That doesn't make sense to me. Man, I don't know. But, I mean, JBL does whatever he wants, I guess. So that that's that was the one nitpick I had. Yeah. I don't know. I really can't explain that one. Uh, yeah. I, like, I was thinking about that. I can't either. That's I, why I brought it up. I but. really don't understand. All right. But we had a awesome promo. Uh, it was between AJ Styles and John Cena. Um, normally I'm, I'm getting, normally I say I get sick of work shoot stuff, but because we've seen so much of it, but this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Masterpiece. Yeah, it was great. And you know, we have these two guys apart from the fact that they can both talk and they're both great at their jobs. Don't they just seem like real people? They do. And they seem like they have real gripes with one another. Um, yeah, they, you put it the best. They don't seem like they're in character at all. And that's what makes a great entertainer as a professional wrestler it's yeah not scri- it's not somebody playing a character it exactly. is the character exactly and it doesn't seem scripted as I, it seems like a lot of people talking these days you can tell they're going through the script when they talk John Cena AJ Styles was the complete opposite of that and I tell you what I'm pretty pumped to watch this match on Sunday yes this is going to be a good one this is going to be a great matchup between the two of them uh, I loved that line um, AJ Styles telling Cena I'm not going to take an inch I'm going to take a foot and I'm going to put my foot in your ass on Sunday. That, <laughs> that was, was great. such a cool line. That Not even just a, in a corny wrestling way. That was just great. And, and there wasn't, I mean, this was at least, it seemed like 10 to 15 minutes of just straight talking. I'm sure it wasn't that long. But there was no no flaw. I mean, neither of these guys messed up. They said everything they needed to say. And everything sounded legitimate the whole way through. It doesn't get better at mic work than those two guys just did on Tuesday. No way. Nothing hypes me up for a match more than that. So, yeah. It's going to be great. It's about the championship and being champion, especially for Cena and even Styles, but it's more about the fact that these two dudes hate one another. Yeah. There's actual vitriol between them, and uh, I'm sure they get along great in real life for shoot behind the scenes, but you wouldn't see that watching the show, and I enjoy being a mark and just believing wrestling sometimes. So that's really cool. So great work to them. That was by far the highlight of – WWE television this week, apart from that 205 Live match and a handful of other things. So, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, and we will not waste any time. Let us get into the Royal Rumble card. Jameson. Yes. You lead the segment. What do you got? Okay. We are going to start with the kickoff show, which starts at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Good God. So, we are going to be watching. If you watch, if you start watching the kickoff show, you're close to six hours. I mean, how long is this show going to be? If the real show starts at what, 7 or 7.30? Usually, I, it could be 7 or 8. Usually eight? 7, though. Okay, so 
I mean, it usually gets pretty close to 11 o'clock when these things are ending. So that, that's just a lot of wrestling. I, anyways, okay. We're going to start off with the kickoff show here. We have, to start, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Gallows and Andersons for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Your thoughts, Grant? I think this is the easiest to predict match on the show. Um, this is the only one I am 98% certain about. They're going to have two referees because all of the referees suck <laughs> and can't make good decisions. So what they're going to do is have two referees, and there's going to be a lot of confusion. There's going to be some good wrestling, but a lot of confusion, and it's going to end when both of the referees think that the other team won. One referee is going to side with Gallows and Anderson, and one is going to side with Cesaro and Sheamus, and this feud will continue until at least Fastlane. Wow. That is, uh, that is a good call. I like that. That is... You know, that could very well happen right there. I am going to go with Gallows and Anderson. I think they've been so close the last few weeks and pretty much, I mean, they they won the titles uh, two weeks ago. But, yeah, I'm going with Gallows and Anderson on this one. But well, I, you they, know te- I, they technically won, but they were screwed exactly. in the dusty finish. John Cone, I still don't understand that move. But, um, yeah, so you might have hit it on the head, though. I like I like your prediction there. But, yeah, I'll go Carl, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. All right. So uh, we'll move to Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. I got my girl Sasha. Who you got, Grant? I've got Nia Jax. Okay. They want to keep Nia Jax strong and keep pushing her towards the title picture. Not that there's a lot between her and the title picture. There's literally no one. (laughs) But they're going to keep moving her in that direction, and Sasha can't win anything, and she's going to sell her leg a lot. She has an injury. That's a good point. She she, has a big injury. She's going to sell very, very well, and she's... now, I'm not going to do an either-or. Nia Jax is going to win. Okay. I like, that's another good prediction. Yeah, I like you, I like how you're sounding. It's the start here. It's, I'm locking it, it, it in. It is early, though. I, you have struggled in predictions in the past, so you're, you're doing better, I'll, I'll say. Okay. It's a, it's a very graceful way of you to say yeah, that. Thank you. But. Um, okay, I think we move to the main show now, the main card here. Um, this is an, uh, a match that has just recently been put in, I believe. Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia versus Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, and Naomi. In a six-woman tag match, I believe, um, doesn't mean a whole lot, honestly. Nope. So I am going to go with Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia, just because Alexa Bliss is the champion, and I think that team will win. I am also going with the heels on this one. Yeah. Because you have the champion, you have a very, very good women's wrestler who just came back, who needs some momentum, and then you have Natalia, who just needs some momentum. The other three can survive without it, and because, like you said, there's nothing to lose if either team loses apart from just losing a wrestling match. So I predict the baby faces will lose, and further, I predict Naomi will get pinned. So there's Naomi my prediction. Will get pinned. Okay, she had so, she had a little bit of uh, a fire in her, and on SmackDown, she her, had the glow. Her, she, <laughs> she was feeling the glow. Yeah. That is that is true. Um, okay, so there's an agreement. We'll move to Rich Swan versus Neville for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Yes. Okay. That's exactly your favorite. Your favorite guy in the company right now. If they don't give it to Neville, I'm gonna flip a table. <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset. Like he deserves it. Yeah, and not just he deserves it, but you need to do something with it. And he's the only guy who really feels like a killer in the cruiserweight division he's the only one who feels intentional you know what i mean 
So he, if you're not going to give it to Jack Gallagher or do anything more important with Rich Swan, which they should have done, then give it to Neville because he seems like the most important guy there. Yeah, no, you're completely right. They they got to put it on Neville. This is the time. Uh, he's hot right now. This is this is Neville's time. Even I don't think too many people are going to be upset with Rich Swan losing the title to Neville. Yeah, that uh, that's a that's one of the moves on this card that's uh, a must have. I think. I think it's the one they can't mess up, right? <laughs> Theoretically, <laughs> okay. you watched 2016 though, right? That is true. They, uh, we've we said that before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. But so we, I predict. Because the Royal Rumble crowd is going to be rowdy, and they're going to be cheering whoever they want yep. and booing Roman Reigns and anyone they don't want. They're probably going to be somewhat receptive of Rich Swan, but I'm feeling bold tonight, and I'll say that Neville will get one of the bigger pops on the show Wow, okay. outside of Royal Rumble entrances. Okay. Just the normal so, non-Rumble so, match. So, like, the 32nd biggest pop. 31st biggest pop. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, not behind everybody. <laughs> okay, oh, okay. Like, all okay, right. like Mojo Raleigh isn't going to tear the roof off the place That's when his true. music hits, that is but true. That is true. he's going to get one of the bigger non-Rumble ones. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when, when Luke Harper comes out, you don't think they're going to... I'm going to cheer. Okay. Because I'm going to be All happy right. to see him, but probably not. All right, so we agreed on Neville there. We will move now to Charlotte Flair versus Bailey for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. I am going with Charlotte Flair. Because of things I've said before on this podcast, I don't think Bailey is ready to hold that title. So I'm going Charlotte Flair because she doesn't lose at pay-per-views. That's that's correct. So what's her record now? 14 and 0? 13 and 0? 14, yeah. I think if she wins, she's 15 and 0, or she there already is 15 and 0. I think yeah. they're right around there, yeah. She hasn't lost since this time last year on a main show pay-per-view. Pretty remarkable run. Yeah, it's incredible. And I hate to just agree with you on everything, but okay. I really can't pick Bailey. Because I... You like, can or you cannot? I cannot. Okay. I cannot pick Bailey, uh, not because of what I think, but because I think they have bigger things planned for whoever takes the title off of Charlotte at WrestleMania. Okay. And I think Charlotte is a great performer, and she's uh, getting... Her promos are getting very good. Uh, she's a very good heel, especially. Um, I think they're going to keep it on her until at least Mania. I think Mania is going to be the time when someone takes it off of her because okay. that will be a much bigger moment. So wait, you did agree with me though. Yes. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm you, just I, explaining it. Okay, got you. I thought you. I thought you meant you hate disagreeing with me, but we are agreeing. Okay, no, we are it. agreeing. Gotcha. Okay. Well, hopefully in these next couple matches we will disagree. Yeah. Because er, we are moving on to the WWE Universal Championship. Chris Jericho will be suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Um. This isn't. This is. Uh, no DQ match. Yeah, no DQ. This is a tough one, but I'm ha- I'm gonna have to go with Kevin Owens. I've been I've been up in the air, not as much as Styles and Cena up in the air, but as you know, I don't like Roman Reigns. No kidding. Um, maybe he'll get better for me, but at at the moment, no. And I just uh, I think Kevin Owens deserves a big win. I'm sure, even though Chris Jericho's in the shark cage, can't you see him getting involved? Somehow, yeah, Jameson. I don't know if you've ever seen a person suspended in a tiny cage, but it doesn't prevent anything. <laughs> what Chris Jericho is gonna do is he's gonna drop a foreign object. He's gonna take Ooh. it up with him. He's mm. gonna be wearing his jacket and scarf, and he's gonna take a foreign object up with him, and then drop it to Owens at a critical moment in the match. Wow, you are hitting you're hitting on some good points tonight. That happened in the last NXT Takeover show. Okay, really, and and it's happened in the past. So, okay, so that's not original. 
I mean, well, okay, it's an okay. It's you, see, you know, I don't watch NXT. You should just took it. You should have been like, yeah, dude, I, I came up with that, and I'm like, that that's that makes sense though. But if NXT just did it, there, you think they're gonna do it again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding? Okay, that's fair because there's guys like me who don't watch NXT would be like, wow, that's a that's a pretty cool move they just yeah. did there. And then Grant but now it's it ruined because I already heard it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so who you got? I have. Um, going off of my explanation there, he's going to drop a foreign object in the ring to help out Kevin Owens. But Kevin Owens, they don't think he could be the guy yet, so he's going to screw it up anyway. And then Reigns is going to beat him and become the champion. I don't think he's going to become the guy yet, especially not at the Rumble, but he's going to become the champion. And then Owens is going to turn on Jericho. Wow. Dude, you're just I bold am, prediction after bold prediction. You always you talked about it. I was very wishy washy in my predictions. I am feeling bold. <laughs> These are important. I'm glad I'm I've inspired you to be to be bold here. Yes. But has Kevin Owens had a big win yet, really? Since he's won the universal title, it was handed to him. He really hasn't got a big win. I feel like this could be the time, even though Jericho's, like you said, gonna get involved somehow, I'm sure. But I th- I think I think he needs to beat Roman Reigns. It would be the time. I don't think they care enough to give it to him though. Okay. I think they, they care more about Roman Reigns, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you're going you're going Reigns. Yeah. Against like against. Okay, I don't I don't like Roman Reigns more than either of those two right, guys right. to clarify, but I can't bet against him. Okay. Well, okay. There's a disagreement from us. I'll I take, hope you're right. I'll take. But Owens. I have a feeling I'm going to be. You take. I, I do too, kind of. But you take <laughs> Reigns. Okay. Now we'll move to the one where. You know, I've been I've been going back and forth for a while now. AJ Styles versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. I came in with a name in my head. Since the podcast has been going on, I think I've switched. I'll, I'll let you start, and, uh, and then I'll give my prediction. Okay, so this is going to be a fairly divisive finish, I think. Um, because of the way that they've been building the story and the where, where Cena is as a performer and as a person and where AJ Styles is as a performer, it's going to create some controversy. But I have a feeling that John Cena will take his 16th world championship at the Royal Rumble because if they are ever going to give him another one, his time is now, in his own words. There is no other time to do it because he's probably not going to be the one to carry it out of mania, right? Like, you can't imagine mm-hmm. them doing that, especially with his schedule and him getting older and things like that. So I can't imagine them giving it to him then. So if they're going to have him win and tie Flair's record, it is going to be right here, right now, as he would say. I'm already excited <laughs> his about it. His time is now. Yes, his time is right now. Okay. So I believe John Cena will walk away the champion. All right. Okay. You know, for me, it's tough not to think about the Elimination Chamber being two weeks after this match. After the Royal Rumble pay-per-view... <laughs> Elimination Chamber, the next pay-per-view, is two weeks out, and they're going to have a legit six-man Elimination Chamber match, is what we've been told. Um, I am going to take AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble. I think AJ Styles retains the title, and then they go into Elimination Chamber, and John Cena beats all six men, all five men, and he is the last man standing and wins and ties Flair's record for 16 world championships inside Elimination Chamber where he had to overcome more odds. That's my prediction. So I'm going to take AJ Styles. I think he wins on Sunday in an epic match. Mm-hmm. And then John Cena will win the title at Elimination Chamber. That's yeah. my prediction. 
It's a, it's a, it's a bold prediction. Yeah. You are predicting the next pay-per-view, I know. too. That's tough, but I did it. Yeah. It's against I'm, the rules. You just one up to me, man. I, <laughs> sorry. Like, you, you've, you been just, coming, yeah. you've been coming out with some, uh, some fire here. Came so in hot I, today. Yeah, I'm excited so I, for the rumble. I had to do something. Okay. Now what we've all been waiting for. The Royal Rumble itself. The Royal Rumble. Are you, you going to do the Michael Buffer impersonation or maybe we just need, do you want to try should. it? No, I don't think either of us should. He, he sues <laughs> a lot of people for that statement. So <laughs> that's probably not correct. Well, I, I don't know, but is that uh, really true? Okay. No, yeah, he's he copyrights that. Really? Yeah, he takes it pretty seriously. Yeah, Michael Buffer. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we shouldn't work. We don't want right. to get seeing you in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Should I? What? What do you? How do you want to start this? Do you want to make uh, our our people who we think's gonna win, who we want to win, or should we list the people that are already in it? Um, why don't you give us the rundown? Okay. Because there are twenty two names in it already. I will give you the twenty two names. Yes. Okay. We'll start with. Goldberg is in it. Brock Lesnar. Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, The New Day. Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, The Undertaker. Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, Sheamus, Bray, Randy, Luke Harper. The Big Show, Sami Zayn, Big Cass, Rusev, and Mojo Raleigh are the 22 that have been announced so there are eight people left that we do not know. Eight surprises, which is exciting. Surprises make the Rumble um, better than it is. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, who, not who you want to win, I want to start with who is going to win the Rumble in your eyes, Grant. Who is going to win the Rumble? Um, I have it between two. Okay. And... Nothing against either guy, but they're not my choices. And it's it's going to make sense when I actually say it. But okay. it is either going to be Goldberg or Lesnar. Okay. That is who I am slightly fearful that will win. I, I've lumped them together like that because they're in a match at Mania. It's not going to not happen unless one of them gets hurt. So one of them winning will mean they're in the main event at WrestleMania. And I definitely want to see them at Mania, but not in that position. But there's way too much that's gone into this for me to at least not suspect that they're going to do it. So that is who I honestly think will win. Cool. I want is, your honest answer. Is, okay, so who, so who who who's who's your pick? It's you know what? Oh, mm, it's between Lesner? Goldberg and Lesnar. I want you said Le- you started with Lesnar. You wanna, take Lesnar. Uh, yeah. Okay. You took okay. You you oh, take Lesnar. Oh, this is what we're doing. You just say it then. <laughs> I am picking. Goldberg. Okay, to win yeah, the that, that's why you wanted me to say it. <laughs> I didn't want you to steal my thunder. Okay, I've been. I came in here. I I knew this answer for like the last week, and I couldn't wait to say it. And then you almost said it. But yeah, I am picking my favorite wrestler of all time, Goldberg, to win the Royal Rumble. But I also have two names that's either going to win it. And I said earlier, the three men that were standing in the ring at the end of Raw this week, one of the one of them is winning the Rumble, mm-hmm. and it's either going to be the Undertaker or Goldberg. Okay, and I feel pretty confident or strongly saying that I think Undertaker has the best chance out of anybody. Yeah. I think Undertaker will get his spot in the main event at Royal at, at WrestleMania and either face Cena or Styles, but I think Goldberg wins. I think they're going to put in Goldberg's hands because of this. This is my reasoning. Okay. He's not going to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. He's going to face Brock Lesnar at Fastlane, correct? That's the next Raw pay-per-view? Yeah, that's the next Raw pay-per-view. Okay. They're going to finish that feud there, and then Goldberg's going to go on to face 
probably Reigns or whoever's the the Universal Champion at WrestleMania. No way. Yeah, bold bold predictions, but that is my hot take of the evening. I have Goldberg winning this Royal Rumble. You have Goldberg. I have Goldberg winning this Royal Rumble, yes. Yeah. But would not be shocked at all if Undertaker is the last man standing and winning it. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I see where you're coming from there. Okay. I can't say I disagree. Okay. I feel that's uh, almost certainty, but there's still enough unpredictability left where I don't know if it'll happen. Right. So let's get into who we actually... Well, I'm gonna, well, mine's different from who I, <laughs> yeah, actually, I actually want, want to Goldberg win. To yeah. win he's so that's, win. that's both of them. So you knocked out two yeah, of yours. I did. So let me get into who I actually want to win. Go for it. The Undertaker. Oh. Just see, for that final... We almost flip-flopped there yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Right? It's weird. Uh, I want... Undertaker, um, part of me just wants them to do his last big hurrah before he retires. Just give him the main event at Mania with a younger guy and put that younger guy over and uh, have a really good match and just make it seem really important. And that should be where Undertaker's character has been sustained is through the streak. And well, the streak ended, but his WrestleMania matches specifically, so that's where it should end at WrestleMania. And that that very well could happen. Yeah, I mean, I think any wrestling fan can see Undertaker winning this Royal Rumble. It wouldn't be a shock, I don't think. And the rumors are that he's either going to face Cena or Styles, and his path would be to win the Rumble and go on to main event and face one of those guys at Mania. Mm-hmm. So it, that that makes a lot of sense as well. So what we're saying is either Goldberg or Undertaker going to win the Royal Rumble or Lesnar, as you picked. Essentially. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we've narrowed it down. We've narrowed it. We've narrowed it down a little bit for you. Okay. Um. Some some dark horses. What I I'll I'll read some odds off to you. Is that is that all right? Yeah. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. Right now, um, the best odds to win the Royal Rumble, according to Bleacher Report, is Goldberg at five to two. Um. Surprisingly. Um. Randy Orton. Is tied with the Undertaker for the second best odds. Really? Yeah, which is that. Yeah, that is very huh. surprising to me. But Undertaker is second with Randy Orton, so our guys are right there at top two. Uh, Strowman is next, seven to two odds. No way. And then a guy who hasn't been around in a while, Kurt which would be a surprise. No, not Kurt Angle. This is not one of the twenty-two. Has oh. the sixth best odds to win according to Bleacher Report. Finn Balor. Ah, so that uh, and surprising, I, I, you know, I don't know how valid Bleacher Report is. These could be way off, but Samoa Joe is right behind him. Yes. So, and then you get into Chris Chris Jericho, Brock Lesnar, sixteen to one. So the guy you picked to win it would be uh, a surprise, according to this. Then you get into the Miz, Baron Corbin, and then John Cena at twenty to one. But my dark horse, I think, who I didn't even name on this list, <clears throat> I think would be Bray Wyatt. Really, Bray Wyatt winning the Rumble. He hasn't won anything important in the WWE except the tag team titles, which he just won and lost, which seemed like a an, an a snap of the fingers. I think it'd be cool to see Bray Wyatt win the Royal Rumble. That's my dark horse. That's your dark horse. Wouldn't that be? I mean, that'd be that'd be shocking. And I mean, he hasn't won anything, so I feel like he deserves to finally win something major. You know, he's been around for a while and he's been consistent. It's not like he's been doing bad things. Yeah. If you're going to pull the trigger, this is the biggest place to do it. So if you're going to finally make him a star, then go for it. So you, who, you, got, you have a dark horse? You named my dark horse. Okay. I didn't even think you'd mention him. Okay. Samoa Joe. Ooh. Because wow. he has just finished up his feud with Nakamura in NXT. They main evented the past two takeover shows. 
he had two televised, uh, not dark matches, but just one was in Japan and um, the other was in Australia, I believe. Uh, and he lost those, so he is more done than done with NXT. There's nothing left for him to do. He's the first two-time champion. So if you're going to have a guy who's a powerhouse and a great wrestler and not a young guy, he's not an older guy by any means, but you can't wait three years on him. If you're going to have him come in and make an impact and change everything and really turn the entire show upside down by just being himself, then this is the best possible way to do it. I almost said Balor, but his recovery timetable is a little sketchy. They're planning on a return at Mania, not Rumble. So Okay, so you don't think we see Balor at all? I don't think so. Okay. I'd love that's it, a, but I got to bet on Joe. I, uh, that's a good Dark Horse pick. I like that. And especially you just said him. He ended his feud, so probably a good chance we do see him as one of the entrants. Uh, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Or if the Revival want to come in together and win the whole thing. Wow. We can. That's okay. Not you're, just now. You're just hoping. the most wishful of wishful thinking. I got it on my system. Um, actually, just here breaking news: they've leaked who's going to win the Royal Rumble, and it is CM Punk. <laughs> Shut no, up. Oh, no, sorry. That's that's fake. That's you, fake news. Don't don't do that. Fake, my bad. Get out of here. <laughs> well, how, I mean, if cult of personality hit, I would. I mean, I would. Uh, I'd be a, a little a little fanboy. You keep, I, oh, you keep holding out hope, man. Oh, he's coming back. You keep holding out hope. Everybody comes back eventually. <sighs> man. But it's not going to happen no. anytime soon. Nope. No, it's not. Anyways, I got to disagree with you there. Speaking of me being a fan, I want to I want to say, as a, a lifelong wrestling fan, it's been a long time since I've actually, you know, rooted for anybody in a match. I just watch as, you know, as a fan of the entire the entirety of it all. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Goldberg being in the Royal Rumble, it's gonna I'm gonna feel it's gonna bring the kid inside me watching uh, the Royal Rumble because I'm actually gonna get to to root for a winner. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in hoping that Goldberg wins, and that's why I think he will win because last time I said he wasn't gonna win. I said Lesnar, and I got burned, and Goldberg won. So I should have just picked him then, but uh, I'm not gonna make that mistake again. He's gonna win the Royal Rumble, and uh, we'll go from there. He's the main event at, at WrestleMania. All right. There you have it. Our predictions are locked in for Royal Rumble weekend. If you want to let us know what you think or what you think of what we have to say about the Royal Rumble, tweet us at RingmasterCMU. Uh, We will be around next week. We'll have another show dedicated to the fallout of the Rumble. I'll mention San Antonio NXT TakeOver. Very excited for that show as well. So uh, this is Grant LaFay for Jamison Galloway signing off. See you after the Rumble, Marks. Guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus.